Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. How are you rejecting yourself? How are you currently rejecting yourself on an almost daily basis? There are so, so, so many ways that we reject our very existence as wrong or bad or not normal. Half of the time is painfully loud. The other half is totally unconscious and so normal to us that we don't even think to call ourselves out on it or challenge it. It's so rehearsed and familiar to us, we believe it's who we are and how it always will be. So one of the big ways I see this show up is not looking after yourself. So I'm going to talk about some of the ways this shows up and then what we can actually do about it. So this was a big one for me. Patterns of eating badly, not prioritizing sleep, not doing the things I I know make me feel good, not exercising. I've healed this pattern in so many areas and looking after myself really is a big, big, big priority, but it still shows up for me sometimes. My deepest pattern of self-rejection is always around food and that subject can be really complex and I wanted to bring it up because a few people have, have kind of asked me about this recently because as much as food can be a way to reject yourself, It can also be a learned behavior around self-soothing like it was for me. It can also be due to a lack mindset that you learned in childhood, which it also was for me. It can also be a way of punishing yourself. It can also be worth looking at the identity piece of the puzzle around it. You know, there's so much that's tied to to our size and our weight. And it can also be a numbing behavior. So it really can be a tricky one to shift. But the key is to start noticing that it's happening and get curious about what might have caused it to be there in the first place. Our relationship with food is genuinely an entire subject in and of itself. So just start to notice your patterns on this one. Another trap that we can fall into around self-rejection is being around people who don't make you feel good. A lot of the time I see this, it goes back to school, being one of the cool kids, wanting to feel and be accepted, right? If they accept me, then I'm okay. If they don't, I'm not okay. I'm wrong. 
Heaven forbid that they're the douchebags, right? We can take part in behaviours that don't make us feel good. We can do things we might not do if we were truly with, with our people who accepted us for who we are, exactly as we are. So notice if you're around people where you think you need to change yourself to fit in or to be accepted. Limit your time with these people and increase it with the people who really get you and have your back. Notice how quickly the pattern shifts and you realize how bad for your mental health was, mental health it was to be around those people. You do not need to other people to validate that you are worth knowing. You just are. It may show up in our numbing behaviors and avoiding or suppressing your feelings. Notice the kind of things that you read and watch. Do, do they make you feel good or bad? Not allowing yourself to be supported is also a really big way to self-reject. The idea that if you accept health, help, then that means you're not good enough or that you're not worthy of the help in the first place, that you're not worthy of that person's time, that it's an inconvenience. Yeah. Another way is not fully going after what you want from a perspective of not being good enough to have it or unworthy of having it. Focusing on what you don't have or what you haven't done rather than what you have and what you do have and what you have achieved. Thus reinforcing you're not good enough and filtering out any and all evidence to the contrary. Yeah? Pointing out your own flaws. What's the first thing you think when you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning? Do you look for your wrinkles, your scars, your wobbles? Where is your focus? What is the self-talk? We need to learn to flip that switch or we're forever going to be reinforcing those negative neural pathways. You know, all the times that you say, there's no point trying, you're self-rejecting. Every time you compare yourself to someone else, you're self-rejecting. Ignoring your own intuition and not trusting your decisions is self-rejecting. Suppressing and ignoring your feelings and emotions is a huge way to reject ourselves. We are fundamentally rejecting huge parts of ourselves on a daily basis, our very existence as not good enough. Yeah. A lot of self-rejection really is the same as self-sabotage. It's absolutely a form of it. But it also differs in that it comes not just from a place of your brain and your nervous system keeping you safe and trying to protect you. Self-rejection is about self-worth. What you believe you deserve is doing the things that reinforce and allow you to stay in those not good enough feelings. They keep you feeling bad about yourself, whether it's physically, mentally or emotionally. Is providing yourself the life experiences and evidence that continue to reinforce that negative self-talk that you bombard yourself with daily. You know, I used to do this to myself all the time, all the time. It was exhausting. I really struggled to find anything that I liked about myself. My behavior, friends and partners that I would choose would all just serve to reinforce the same thing. Amazing how we're wired to do this to ourselves, right? There's no need to blame ourselves or shame ourselves for having these patterns. So much of it is just about curiosity and with that comes self-compassion. We have to acknowledge how long these thoughts and patterns have been around, how long and how many times we've rehearsed them. We learn to self-reject as small children. When there's a relational rupture, 
in our attachment with our primary caregivers, we turn inwards because that is safer than the opposite, which is to believe that we are a good person in a bad situation. That's life or death to our nervous system because without our primary caregivers, we can't survive. So we turn not getting our needs met, which can be very simple, right? To mean I must be bad and then carry that into adulthood. Like you can have incredible parents and this still occur. You've got grandparents, nursery school, society, other kids that all contribute to this. It's not about blame or shame ever. It's impossible to meet a child's needs 100% of the time, particularly when they can't communicate, right? So please don't beat yourself up for this or try and blame or shame anyone for the fact that it's there. It's kind of an inevitable part of, of being a human. But what we're not taught is why it's there, how to change it and how to handle it. And that's what we need to learn now. And that's what we can learn now. So what can we do about it once we've recognized it? Well, the first thing to do is befriend your emotions. Be curious about them. Learning to sit with them and being okay than being there. You know, one of the first things we learn is to suppress our emotions, right? But they're trying to communicate with them, with us all the time. So just understand what they're trying to communicate to you. Yeah, they are not bad or wrong. Then we've got to learn to regulate them. You've got to learn to regulate your emotions and your nervous system. So many of us are operating from a state of nervous system dysregulation, which leads to a lot of our self-rejecting behaviors. Learn to crack that and you'll see huge changes. It's exactly what my course is about, SOS, Success Over Stress. It's exactly what I talk about in my membership, the Positive Pants Toolkit. This really is, and obviously on here as well, this is fundamental in being a human and navigating, you know, these big feelings and these big things that we want to achieve. Next is analyze what and who makes you feel good and what and who makes you feel bad. Look at your circle. It's not about just cutting people off, like I said earlier. It's about creating that distance and even that on its own can be really, really important. It's no good doing this simply because you feel bad and using it as a way to try and ignore the feeling. The consciousness side of it is an opportunity to heal. To be really clear, it is not about avoiding your feelings on this one. It's consciously moving towards people who make you feel good. When you take the brain's ability to rewire itself through neuroplasticity, think about what each circumstance in this situation is reinforcing and wiring in for you. One is reinforcing and rewiring that you're good. One is constantly reinforcing and wiring in that you are bad and not good enough. So what do you want more of? Just think about the fact that you're trying to rewire patterns in your brain, literally changing your brain. How amazing is it that we can do that? Yeah. So simply by being around people that make you feel good about yourself, comfortable being you and not spending time with the people that don't, you are wiring your brain to feel good about yourself. Next, start to consciously go against those tendencies towards detrimental behavior. Slowly, softly, softly, catchy monkey. Start small. This is why in my membership in the Positive Pants Toolkit, everything is bite-sized, bite-sized little pieces. And I'm always encouraging people to just start with five minutes, build from there. 
but just start with committing to five minutes of consciously going against these those tendencies that might be doing five minutes of yoga you know i bought i recently got my power hoop so five minutes of power hooping you know five minutes of dancing to songs that make you feel good five minutes of journaling whatever it might be start with those five minutes softly softly catchy monkey yeah allow yourself make it easy on yourself to have little wins provide the evidence to your brain that you can win yeah don't set yourself up for failure next is acknowledge that nothing is ever going to be quite as bad as it is in your head you are probably by far your harshest critic therefore anything anyone else can do or say is probably never going to be as bad as what you're already saying to yourself yeah start to be honest with yourself about the things that you do like about yourself we also learn to not like ourselves we learn that it's a good thing to not like ourselves what is that about it's crazy like don't be arrogant don't don't act like you like your looks you know be humble humility is amazing but you get to like things about yourself my goodness that's such a detrimental pattern that we so many of us have learned in childhood so and also to add to this if you're feeling brave pick a few people that you trust and ask them what they love about you ask them what they love about having you in their lives write them down and refer back to it frequently add to it frequently I end up blubbering my eyes out every time I revisit this exercise. It is seriously, seriously powerful and not to be underestimated. And next, just recognize that you might be rejecting yourself before other people reject you. And think to yourself, what if they don't? What if they don't? Yeah. But the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this is, first of all, the awareness piece of the puzzle and to start to look at things slightly differently. But second of all, that it can change. And if you put the work in, it will change. I'm living proof of that. Who you are today isn't who you have to be tomorrow. So what do you want to do about it? So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful and I'll see you next week. Bye.